Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival and with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Epic Podcast. Introducing your hosts, Nelson Rigo and Schaefer the Dark Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you direct from the beautiful and spacious Studio 6C in Astoria, Queens, this is the Epic Podcast, Episode 11. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. And I am your other host, Hey, Lugo, it's so good to see you on this beautiful rainy June evening. It is a rainy June evening. It is. Uh, you, you've avoided saying your name once I, again. I think we're going to have to look at the tape. Uh, we can, but uh, it's really only been less than 30 seconds. I'm pretty sure that I can remember that far back. And I remember very distinctly you not saying your name, which we've already agreed. We've mutually agreed. That is a far uh, better and funner thing to say than uh, mine it. Okay, I remember agreeing with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember not saying my name again. Um, and I don't think you should be showing off that you aren't brain damaged and that your memory right. works super cool. That's uh, not really fair. I am disabled. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh. That's not a thing. That's I'm not a damaged. Thing you can claim. Well, sure. Okay, I guess psychologically damaged you've got baggage but i don't think you can really use your baggage as an excuse not to say your name every damn episode you come up with a brand new way to avoid saying your name uh you would think by now that i would that i would kind of just let it pass but i'm not going to let it pass because people need to know who you are i use my damage and my baggage as an excuse to get out of everything else <laughs> i see no reason why the introduction to our podcast would be any different. uh no no the the, uh, the 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 i'm drawing the line in the sand sir uh you will tell the people who you are or i will tell the people who you are it's your choice and i am your other host schaefer the dark lord yay uh, it's, nothing can be easy with you nothing nothing's ever easy with no you. everything's just difficult everything and and drama filled. Ask anybody in my life. Uh, it's not just you. I oh. think any single person who <laughs> has any kind of interaction with me. Uh, on Anyone who any relates capacity, to you in any capacity. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. would agree that I am uh, incredibly difficult all the time. 
Wowzers. All right. I don't really mean to be. Uh, no, you do, actually. You go out of your way actually, to... Actually, you know what? You're right. You I, go out a, of your way to do it. That was, you, an, that was a total lie. It was... Yeah. It was, it was a premeditated uh, event that you just propagated. Yes. And you do it all the time. I do it all the time. Hey, Lugo. <clears throat> how you doing? I'm all right. Yeah? yeah? I understand you just finished your final round of chemotherapy. That is... Well, I finished my fourth round of chemotherapy. Um, I go in for uh, a couple of scans, uh, various types of scans over the next couple of weeks, and that will determine whether or not I go for a fifth round. But the prognosis is looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, my doctor uh, seems to think that I will not need a fifth round of chemo. What I will be needing, however, is scans and constant doctor checkups for the next two years. Sure. Yeah. I mean, follow-up appointments, those are one thing, but it's not yeah. like you're going in for five days and getting poison pumped into you. That is correct. Hopefully. And, yes. and you know what? If if you don't have to go, let's say you don't have to go for a fifth round. Right. You're welcome. For what? Uh, I was at Coney Island last weekend, and I made a wish on the Zoltar machine. <laughs> that, that would be your final round of chemo. Um, okay. But then it turned me into a 32-year-old Tom Hanks instead. Oh, That was dear. a fun weekend. That was a really fun weekend. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I missed it. I do like Coney Island, and I do like Tom Hanks. Uh, those are two great tastes that taste great together. Well, makes one of us. Uh, so what you been doing this whole month? I know I, 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 I've only been in the hospital for like a week, but um, uh, I've been reading a lot of comic books lately. I have also been reading a lot of comic books. Yeah? What have yeah. you been reading? Um, I have blasted through all of the published trades of Lock and Key. Oh, wow. That well, was fast. not all of them. There are, there are five that are out. Yes. But the fifth one is only in hardcover still. And I bought, oh. I bought the first four in paperback. Okay. Um, I could go and get that fifth one in hardcover, but you know me, I've got a sickness, and I need things to be consistent, so I'm going to wait. <laughs> and IDW is releasing... Uh, book number five in paperback in July, like the second week of July. Oh, okay. And then number six will come out. Who knows when? They're still pump- publishing monthly issues yeah, for yeah, book yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, re- I'm uh, reading those currently. It is arguably the best comic book story I have ever read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's my it's part of my top ten. It's in my head. Uh, uh, for those who read the book, haha, it's kind of a funny joke. Uh, but it's <laughs> really it's, well. It's it's haunting in that. It's a supernatural. I guess it's a supernatural story, but set in a very, very real world with very real problems. That these, on top of all of the horror that is going on, that this family is dealing with some very <clears throat> real hardships and some okay. very sort of like almost mundane problem trials and tribulations that they that that every person has to go through on top of everything else that's happening to them, and man, uh, the writer just doesn't pull any fucking punches. Yeah. I mean. I mean, this family. Joe Hill. Yeah, Mr. Hill. Oh man, can he? He has a hard on for fucking this family over, over and over and over again. Um, But it's a very compelling story, and it's a very, it's and 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 I love the history of it. I love I love the issues where they kind of go back, you know, during colonial America and talk about how it all got started and. uh, Wait, hold on there. Whoa! Now you're talking about things I've not read yet. Oh, because it's in the. The published issue that you don't have. It's yeah. I'm not doing monthlies with. Lock well, and I'm I'm not spoiling anything. They they they. No, they, I actually know that it's going. Yeah, back they, they, and, they and trace the, the they trace the history of it. I know that in volume six that they're they're kind of dabbling that. Um, but I read an interview with Joe Hill and uh, Gabriel Rodriguez, 
uh, in which they said that after they finish it with book six, that's going to wrap up the story. They're going to do another kind of standalone trade that goes back hundreds of years. Oh, wow. And and not just like a flashback so that you have like context, but actually tells the whole story. Oh, good, good, good. All set in like colonial America. Because I, li- I like, I like the Grindhouse story too. Uh, the what? The Grindhouse story. What's that? I think it's like a, it's a single issue uh, side story. Oh, you're such a son of a bitch. That's also later <laughs> than I have read. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lock and Key. It's published by IDW. I strongly recommend you pick it up. Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually been reading uh, the new Hawkeye series. Really? Yeah, it's fantastic. Really? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's basically. The life of of a non superpowered Avenger, okay, and like the trials and tribulations that he kind of goes through, and he gets beat up every issue so hard by by so many people, and it's just it's funny, it's uh it's very it's it's very um indicative of that of that character, and uh, I'm having a blast with it. It's the only Marvel title that I'm reading right now, so. I give it that so give that credit where it's due. Kind well, of. hey, that makes you are now reading uh, one more Marvel title than I am. <laughs> hey, but that shouldn't stop you from going out and uh, picking up all the stuff that our last month's guest uh, Corey Pettit letters. Right, I'm reading. The, I'm reading. If this something. were a comic book, there would be like a little square in the corner with an asterisk <laughs> that says "See last month's episode." Yeah, I'm. I'm reading like the one title he's not lettering. I think right. basically. <laughs> Uh, but I'm, uh, uh, yeah, like the new, you know, the new, uh, there's a new Astro City, uh, series mm-hmm. starting up. Um, I'm reading, uh, a new series called Sex, which is actually really good. Oh, are you reading that? Yeah. I've, I've thumbed through the issues in the store because it says sex on the cover in big letters. Oh, So dear. every time I say, oh, well, let's take a look. <laughs> it's not what you think it is. No, I read a little bit about it online. Yeah. I wanted to know if, like, is this something that's going to burn out? Is it going to keep going? Should I wait it's for a, trades? You know what it is? It's a very slow story. It's it's very methodically paced. Mm-hmm. And I don't and, and I'm not saying that as a detriment. I happen to like those kinds of stories. Sure. Um, basically, it's the story of this one Uber hero who has retired. And it's now he's dealing with this kind of emptiness in his life. This, you know, this this lack of action, this lack of drama, this lack of like daring thrills and, and death defying feats. And now he's just a businessman. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's almost it's almost an examination of what would happen if Bruce Wayne gave up being Batman and he just basically ran Wayne, Wayne Enterprises. And it's so far, I'm pretty fascinated. I like the writing uh, the art style is a little iffy, but it's, it's a very minimalist style. Mm-hmm. Um, but. So far, so good. I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to be buying some future uh, issues. Are there what are three issues out so far? Uh, yes, there are three issues out. So it's very easy to jump in at this point. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I keep thinking about it. every time I go to this, the the comic book store, I always think like maybe I'll get the backs, uh, get the, the the two previous issues. And uh... yeah, it's worth. I mean, it's pretty cheap. It's worth a shot. Sure. You know, I mean, if you're not hooked by like the second one, that I, I probably wouldn't recommend it. it but it, the, but go before Warren, it's a very slowly paced sure, story. Sure. Um, not on, you know, which is the exact opposite of East to West, which which is, you're still reading, which I'm still reading is and probably my favorite thing to read right now. Um, almost super fast, like basic. You're you're dropped in the middle of a story, and the characters all know what's going on except you, and they're talking, and you're basically just picking up hints as you go along, and you're playing catch up the entire time, and it's fucking amazing and violent as fuck. 
uh, and uh, pretty damn good. I'm really enjoying it. Awesome. Yeah, it's a good time. Good time to be a comic reader. I'm still reading uh, GI Joe Cobra Files. Published by, also published by IDW. Is that, is, that an, is that still going, or are you getting all the back issues? No, I, I got all the back issues. All right, so Word Burglar, my Canadian rap friend, yeah. he had recommended that when IDW launched this new series called G.I. Joe Cobra Files, check it out. It's a great point to jump in. So I got the first issue, and yeah, I was yeah, like— Yeah, you, met, you and mentioned I was that like, last time. It already was, you know, yeah, it was already kind of like in progress. Sure, sure. And I was like—and it was cool. It kind of gave a gritty real-world perspective to some of these really dumb neon-colored action figures that I played with when I was a boy. Um, but then he, you know, told me that I needed to go back and read these four trades that kind of set up, lead up to the Cobra sure, Files. Sure. And it's some of the best shit I've read. And the, the new issue of Cobra Files just came out. It's a really, really great series. Well, I recommend reading it. I recommend going back and getting all those <laughs> trades first. Well, how about this? Unless you're Nelson Lugo, you can just read them in my uh, Well, how about, studio. well, hold on. How about this? I have never read a G.I. Joe comic book. Okay. I'm a huge fan of the comic, of the cartoon series, obviously. Sure. Um, would it be worth it for me to read these? Would I get the same kind of thrill? Yeah, they're, they're great stories. I yeah. mean, the thing is, is that a lot of the characters in the books are written for the books. They aren't, they aren't characters from the, the toy line or from the animated series or the old animated series. Right. You're not going to be left out. Uh, the thing is, is that when some of these new, some of these characters show up in the story and they are based on characters. And here's the thing. These writers don't pick iconic G.I. Joe characters. They pick the <laughs> worst, most obscure, <laughs> terrible, late, late characters like Crockmaster and Night Creeper. Oh, dear. Are, uh, Serpentor. These terrible characters. And then I, I, maybe they just like a challenge. They're like, well, let's sure, this sure. and put this in this world. And it's brilliant. Uh, you won't feel left out, and it's actually a really great. I don't know if you read much like. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's very much a spy story. All right, awesome. And it's great. There's, uh, there's so great tension, I still there's great so emotional. I still like the comic books I've been reading. You still like the comic books you've been reading. Yeah, uh, all that checks out. I also um, I am currently one of those guys who is playing The Last of Us. Oh, the new PS3 exclusive. I'm really jealous because Naughty I, Dog. Because I because I'm because I don't own a PS3, right. and this is the one game that I would probably buy the system for. Every every critic is uh, they're just uh, crawling all over themselves to be the one to give it the more superlative review. IGN called it a oh, masterpiece. Man. So many people are giving that. it tens. It's a really great goddamn game. Fuck, it's I want to play that. Great, and the thing is, at the center of it, there's really nothing. All that inventive about it. You are trying to cross America in a post-apocalyptic world where there's been some <laughs> outbreak, and the people aren't exactly zombies; they're the infected. But right, right. So it, these are all zombies. these are all very common tropes, essentially. Right, yeah. and there is a uh, kind of a a, a um, tiny little American army that's trying to keep the peace, and there's bandits, and there are these like rebels called the Fireflies. So it's. It, and you have like a an you have a it's basically like this long escort mission where you have to get, get, <laughs> get, make sure that you deliver this child to safety on the other side of America. Right. So it's everything. It's like Cormac McCarthy's The Road. It's Telltale Games Walking Dead game. Um, it's there, there's so there's nothing about it on paper any of these elements that is that revolutionary. Sure. But the execution of it and the pacing and the score and the art design and the voice acting it's. Excellent. It's an excellent game with an excellent story. The gameplay I would describe as uh, it's like if Nathan Drake were in Silent Hill. Wow. Because you still have all the fun, like 
uh, so it's adventure covered, it's, and it's, climbing. It's cover-based shooting. There is some cover-based shooting. Yeah. So that gives it the Nathan Drake, the Uncharted element. Sure. Uh, but you are exploring uh, terrible, scary places that are right. full of danger and um, you know, a, it, lot of, does, a lot of survival horror games in the past several years have lost the the survival aspect, the aspect of where... Because of the scarcity of resources, basically. Yeah, that's that was the yeah. big element of them, a right. defining element of the early genre, the right. early Resident Evil games, early Silent Hill games, and they, they all just ended up turning into action games. This one is very much, you can play the game for three hours and have six bullets in your gun. Damn. And not find any more ammo or health items, and it really feels, you really feel like you're struggling to survive. I strongly... Strongly recommend playing The Last of Us. Damn it! All right. Uh, or in, in the case of you, Lugo, yeah. I strongly recommend uh, you sit here and watch me play it. <laughs> I'm I'm actually planning that when you upgrade to the PS4, that I will somehow inherit your PS3, and then I will go back and slowly play all those games that I just didn't get around to, to play. All of the exclusives. Go back and play. Yeah, like, like Heavy Rain. Infamous. Infamous. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, I had plans to turn my old PS3 into a little robot buddy. Oh. Um, what do you mean a robot buddy? I don't want to talk about this on air. Fair enough. I'm learning some things about robotics. I, they're just, yeah, when you say that, I know it's time to move on. Uh, um, E3 happened. E3 happened. We're not going to talk about it too much because uh, the Nerdy Show crew have done a four-episode podcast <laughs> covering every detail of the E3 that you could possibly want. So but, please go to nerdyshow.com and find the episodes from the Mothership Show. Of the this Mothership whole, Show, yes. <laughs> the Nerdy Show proper. Yeah, it's, go- it's, four, it's four episodes. I think they're both just over an hour each. Um... All I'm going to say is that I'm fucking really excited to be a gamer right now. Yeah. Everything that's coming out of Microsoft, everything that's coming out of Sony just has me happy as a, as a, as a pig and shit. Everything looks really um, amazing. Just, uh, just the stuff that's even coming out for this holiday season has me excited, let alone the stuff that I can look forward to um, in the coming months with Xbox One and the new PS4. Yeah. Um, I've already drank the Microsoft Kool-Aid, so I've already hitched my horse to that system, mm-hmm. um, I'm actually really excited to have like cable and my game and Skype and all of that integrated seamlessly. I can't tell you why though. <laughs> it's like it's like I've never done those things at the same time, but I'm really excited the prospect that I get to do all those things at the same time. Yeah, you. I, well, yeah, you didn't know you needed these. <laughs> right. Are you getting them now? I'm getting them. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned as a gamer about about their very nebulous DRM policy, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, but I'm gonna, I'm going to not talk about it because that's exactly what it is. That's very nebulous. Yes, it's like I don't know. Microsoft doesn't even really know what that means just yet. No. So I'm kind of hoping that they're going to define that in a way that makes me as a gamer not shameful for being an Xbox sort of loyal fan. Essentially, I was excited about the stuff that um, I, I did hear about. I didn't really follow the E3 coverage uh, so closely right. because um, because I have a Facebook account. <laughs> it just kind of blew Here up. Here it is. This is what my Facebook account was for the week of E3. <laughs> it was every single person just echoing all of the bullet, the exact like verbatim bullet points about the pros and cons of the Xbox One and the PS4. Right. And really just using that as a platform to tout their brand loyalty that yeah. they already had. In yeah. many cases, you already know which next generation console you're going to get if you're already committed. But I just, I got so annoyed and I get so annoyed when people, when people start fights about the Microsoft versus Mac operating system or it's people stupid. start fights about Xbox versus PS4 when they 
they show their new products and they have their like this one does this and this one does this and people are fighting about it or like you know reciting the same bullet points so that they can talk about how their chosen product is superior to yeah. the other one you realize you are spending energy <laughs> defining yourself by the products that you buy right if you already know what you're going to buy then just buy it and be I, happy. Yeah, be happy we're not. Your choice. We're not it's forming like, tribes. There's not going to be a war. Both of these products are going to be on the market, and we're all going to live together. Well, I will. I will say this. I think this is the first console generation where I'm going to be a two console household. I think. I think. I think. What are you, a Rockefeller? All of a sudden? Well, I'm going to buy the. I'm going to buy the PS1. Did your tumors turn into <laughs> <laughs> Benjamins. I'm gonna. I'm going to buy the P. Uh, the the Xbox One at launch. Yep. And then I'm going to save my pennies. And as soon as I'm able, I'm going to get a, a PS4. It'll be, all right, I'll make you a deal. What's that? Because I'm, I typically don't like the idea of uh, buying a new console at launch just because it's going to be so expensive. And then a few months later, you're going to get a lot more memory with the new version of it. Uh, I'm still going to buy a PS4 at launch because I'm not, I just, I'm not going to be able to stand being yeah, left out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. That's the so only reason the why I'm doing it. You get the Xbox One, I'm going to come over and you're going to show me all the awesome stuff it does. And I'm yes. going to say, awesome. And then I'm going to get the PS4 and you're going to come over exactly. here and show you all the awesome stuff it does. And you're going to be like, awesome. Well, I'm really, really excited of stuff that's coming out of Sony. Like, it's, I mean, they are knocking it out of the park. I mean, they are almost, uh, if if there was, if they if, if if E3 was a debate of, of, of technology and and games and what's possible, then PS4 I think really kind of took it this year. Okay, they really came out of the gate swinging, and they uh, uh, I think made me kind of jealous that I'm not a PS uh, PS person. Well, not yet. Well, not yet but anyway. But I will be. Um, but I'm really excited. Like, uh, 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 oh man, I I know I, I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this, but I'm really excited for the new Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> Um, there's, uh, uh, Wait, but that's a, this, that's a current generation. No, I know. But like, I'm just, <laughs> I've, I've drank the AC Kool-Aid. Sure. And I'm going to play. It's going to be a palette swap. It's going to be a palette swap. Like all, like all of the, <laughs> in between Assassin's Creed's game, Assassin's yeah. Creed. I know. I'll probably I'm going to play it. Too. I'm going to play, play the shit out of it. Uh, I can't wait for Watch Dogs. That looks fucking amazing. Oh man, Watch Dogs! That first Watch trailer Dogs looks amazing. That first trailer coming E three last year, like that trailer's. They had no, no. They had, it was like a game. It was like a gameplay video. It was. It was a. Yeah. It was like. A, it was. It was almost. It was that club, and then it was part of a scene that happened outside. Yeah. But it was. But this. This is the fir- first proper trailer that they made for it. It looks. Amazing. And it looks fucking amazing. Amazing. Um. I love I love how every time he 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 takes out his gun, he puts his mask on because he means business. <laughs> I'm going to play that. Um, uh, I wish I wish I had the titles all in front of me, but um, there's a giant robot game. Uh, oh, jeez, the internet's gonna is yelling at me right now. It's 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 a it's a single multi it's a single player story in a multiplayer game. Okay. And it's giant robots and little and 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 little guys running around. Fuck the internet's gonna. I know the internet's screaming at me. Nelson, you fucking idiot. I guess we'll have to put it in the show notes. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, I'm just really excited. I'm I'm excited for this holiday season. There's there's a lot of game. I'm gonna have an empty wallet come this holiday season. Sure. Um, I know I know what I'm getting you already. Aww. For for the Christmas. Is it a crossbow? Uh, do you want a crossbow? I'm never gonna use it. I just want it. No, you know what I want? What? 
because <laughs> now now I'm considering my I'm reconsidering. I don't really choice. want a crossbow. I want an uh, I want an at at. Really? I've wanted one since I was a child. Dude, you're getting an at at for Christmas. The at at was my white whale of Christmas presents. Do you do you care what form it comes in? Like, do you want like? Does it matter if it's a Lego at at or do oh, you want? No, 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 or no. do you want like a vintage at at or do you want like a re released at at or? It has to be the one for action figures. Okay. Not the Lego. It can be a vintage one. Good luck. Or it can be one of the like sort of newer versions of it. Right. There's been Still some newer versions out. Action figures. Yeah. I have wanted that toy since I was a child, and I'll never let go of how much I've always wanted that toy. <laughs> and like, my, my mom spoiled me. I got like I had the Millennium Falcon, and uh, I had a lot of like. You know what? You know what toy that I always wanted as an adult I never got as a child. It was the the GI Joe space shuttle. Oh yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And as an adult, I actually ended up buying it. And then I ended up giving it away. Huh. So it didn't, it didn't. Cause that. I want, cause once I had it, you thought it was going to fill a hole in your no, heart. Yeah, I, I owned it. And then I realized that I was still empty inside. Yeah. And then I gave it away. Well, there's a thing for that and it's called heroin. Oh, and that right. fills that hole in your heart. And well, we'll, we'll talk after the show. I, I, what is this thing you call heroin? Um, but I, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Summer's around the corner. I've got uh, now that I'm now that I no longer have hospital stuff to deal with. I need to get busy being a performer and a magician and uh, start socializing and getting out there and summer movies. And I'm just I'm really want to enjoy summer this year. I don't I don't really do summer. I'm not I don't I don't go out and do a lot of things. I'm more of a night owl. Yeah. But I want to go out and I want to do summer things. Basically, it's funny you should bring this up because oh, really? yeah, because uh, I. I started doing something way outside of my comfort zone for this summer. Oh, uh, well, you started you started your own theater company or something. <laughs> no, that is within my comfort zone. Oh, is theater. it? Oh, okay. Um, no, I there is a, a group of people who have started um, sort of an amateur baseball league. Oh. In, uh, out of it's based in Brooklyn, but there are people like are forming teams based on their neighborhoods because everybody also has this weird sort of tribe mentality about like their neighborhood loyalty oh yeah yeah so uh, uh was that uh uh roller derby same thing yeah um so uh, this this group of people started a, a a uh an amateur baseball league oh in brooklyn and uh i so you're gonna go to you're gonna go see games oh it's more than that um and just so that you frame it it is kind of i hate using this word but it is kind of a a uh, a hipster version of baseball. <laughs> it's basically what those quidditch weirdos do in the off season uh, when they want to play a real sport. <laughs> so they all hang out in Brooklyn and they drink uh, cheap beer and we go and they all and drink play baseball. Paps, so they... I got involved in that. And yeah, I'm... wait, you're, so you're, you're playing, you're playing at a baseball team. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm actually coaching a team. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, you're, know, I'm, I'm coach- you're coaching a team. I'm coaching an amateur baseball team. How the, wait, how the fuck are you qualified to coach a baseball team? All right, internet. I have a confession to make. <laughs> This is a kind of a little dirty secret about me, and it's not really dirty. I just don't bring it up because I know it'll people will use it to challenge uh, my nerd cred, which again isn't a real thing. But <laughs> you would you would be shocked to learn, and I'm sure you're about to be shocked to learn. Right? I was actually kind of a star baseball player in my high school baseball team. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I was. I did not know that. I was. I was. I was How did I not know I that? I was kind of a star player. I played shortstop for my high school. What was your What was your high school team? Uh, we were, we had one of those racist mascots. We were the Red Raiders. Oh dear. So it was all Native American imagery. That's, that's yeah. horrible. Uh, and, uh. So wait, hold on. So I don't even, okay. But 
I okay. The, the, I, <laughs> I know it's a lot to process. It's a lot right? to process. I've, I've never I actually so taught. Many, I have I've, so I, just many so the internet knows this. Uh, I have not told Lugo about my history as a high school baseball star. I, until well, now. how did you even get? Well, okay. Put aside the fact that you that anybody even knew this about you and approached you to coach. Uh, oh, I volunteered. Nobody approached me. Oh, you volunteered. I got. I'm, I I join. I I belong to a couple of like groups, and uh-huh. people were talking about this thing starting up, and some people. So you just it was, some, in. It was some people from Astoria oh. specifically were like, "Well, we want to form a team for this. Oh, that's the connection. We want to put together a team for this Brooklyn-based amateur baseball league." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'm in." And then everybody kind of like started chatting, comparing notes about what their credits were, and um, you just chimed in that you played. You 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 were a star, and then I was then, a star athlete. So. Why coaching and not playing? Um, I'm not in very good shape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I imagine well, running, what's running the name? Over, what's the name of the team? Uh, the Astoria Astros. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's actually not named after the Houston team. It's named after uh, the Jetsons' dog. <laughs> We're gonna have the dog on our jerseys. Well, fuck. You know what? I mean, I actually happen. To love baseball. I had no idea you were a baseball fan. Well, that's I, a shocking to me to, for you to learn that I was an athlete and now a, a, well, a baseball coach. It's shocking for me to know that you were ever, a, that you're a fan of baseball. Well, I'm a, I'm, I love baseball in theory. Like I don't watch the games on television very often, uh-huh. but I will, I will often go to watch the Brooklyn Slycones play. Sure. And if I ever get like free Yankee tickets, I'm the happiest guy in the world. Sure. I, uh, my dad just take me as a kid all the time. Uh, well, fuck, I'd love to go see one of these games. I mean, sure. <clears throat> have you met the players yet? Can you can you tell me the guys' names on the team, and so that when I go to Brooklyn, I can I can I could be able to know who they are and follow along with the game. And um, sure, I mean they're a little weird. Like I don't know if I know everybody's sort of legal name because I mean as, as strange as it seems, they give ball players these days pretty peculiar names. Oh really? Like 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 funny names, like, like nicknames, like pet names. Like for example, on my team, we have who's on first. What's on second? I don't know on third. Well, that that's what I want to find out. I want I want you to tell me the names of the of the of the fellows on the team. I'm I'm telling you. Who's on first? What's yeah. on second? Yeah. I don't know is on third. Do you know the fellows' names? Yes. Well then who's playing first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name on first. Who? The fellow playing first base. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? What were you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on first. I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who is on first? Have you got a first baseman on first? Certainly. Then who's playing first? Absolutely. Okay. When, when you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. And why not? The man's entitled I, to it. Who is? Yes. Who gets it? Why shouldn't he? Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Whose wife? Yes, after all, the man earns it. Who does? Absolutely. Look, all I'm trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base? Oh, no, 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 no. What is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? That's what I'm trying to find out. Well, don't change the players around. I'm not changing nobody. Now, take it easy. No, look, look. What's the guy's name on first base? What's the guy's name on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. He's on third. We're not talking about him. How the hell did I get on third base? You mentioned his name. If if I mentioned the third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No. 
who's playing first. Will you stay off at first, will you? Well, what do you want me to do? What, what's the guy's name on third base? What's on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. He's on third. There I go again. Back on third. Well, I can't change their name. Will you please stay on third base? Please. Now, what is it you want to know? What is the fellow's name on third base? What is the fellow's name on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third, third base. base. All right, look, look. You got an outfield? Sure. <laughs> your, your, your team got a good outfield? Absolutely. Okay, the left fielder's name? Why? I don't know. I just thought I'd ask you. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's playing left field. Who's playing first? Stay out of the infield. Don't mention any names out here. I want to know what's the fellow's name in left field. What is on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who is on first? I don't know. Third Third base. base. Now take it easy, man. Look, and the left fielder's name? Why? Because? Oh, he's center field. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, You got a pitcher on the team? Oh, wouldn't this be a fine team without a pitcher? I don't know. Tell me the pitcher's name. Tomorrow. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you, man. Then go ahead. Tomorrow. What time? What time what? What time tomorrow are you going to tell me who's pitching? Now listen, who is not pitching? Who Look, is I on... will break your arm if you say who's on first. Then why come up here and ask? I want to know what's the pitcher's name. What's on second? I don't know. Third, Third base. base. You got a catcher? Yes. Yes. The catcher's name? Today. Today. And tomorrow's pitching. Now you've got it. Oh, that's all. We got a couple of days on our team. That's all. Well, I can't yeah. help that. All right. What do you want me to do? You, you, you got a catcher. Yes. You know, I, I, I'm a good catcher, you know. I, I know that. Would, I, I would like to play for your team. Well, I might arrange that. I would like to catch. Now, me being a good catcher, tomorrow's pitching on the team, and I'm catching. Yes. Okay. Tomorrow throws the ball, and the guy up bunts the ball. Yes. Now, when, when he bunts the ball... Me being a good catcher, I want to throw the guy out at first base. So I pick up the ball and I throw it to who? Now that is the first thing you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about! Well, that's all you have to do. Is throw it to first base. Yes. Now who's got it? Naturally. Who's got it? Naturally. 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 Okay. Now you've got it. Yeah, I pick up the ball and I throw it to naturally. No, you don't. You throw the ball to first base. Then who gets it? Naturally. Okay. All right. I throw the ball to naturally. You don't. You throw it to who? Naturally. Well, that's it. Say it that way. That's what I said. I did not. I said I throw the ball to naturally. You don't. You throw it to who? Naturally. Yes. So I throw the ball to first base and naturally gets it. No. You throw the ball to first base. Then who gets it? Naturally. That's what I'm saying. You're not saying that. I throw the ball to naturally. You throw it to who? Naturally. Naturally. Well, say it that way. That's what I'm saying. Don't get excited. Don't get, don't get, don't get, okay. I throw the ball to first base. Then who gets it? He better get it. All right, now don't get excited. Take it easy. Harumph. Harumph. Now, I throw the ball to first base. Whoever it is drops the ball. So the guy runs to second. Who picks up the ball and throws it to what? What throws it to I don't know? I don't know throws it back to tomorrow. Triple play. Yeah, it could be. Another guy gets up, and it's a long fly ball to because. Why? I don't know. He's on third, and I don't give a damn. What was that? I said I don't give a damn. Oh, that's our shortstop. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with our guests in just a moment. Power Ranger would come to my bedside and teach me karate. I was 17 years old. I'm not fooled by your LASIK. They're not fooled by my LASIK. Nobody's fooled by our LASIK. It's true. We are nerds. Frack you. detail is absurd. Excelsior. Ladies and gentlemen, our guests on the program this month are the members of a musical comedy duo based out of Astoria, Queens. Please welcome to the program Charles Stunning and Mark Robert Turner, collectively known as as Afterbirth Monkey. Yeehaw! Yeah. Oh, hi. 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 hi! Hi, guys! Hi. <laughs> Welcome hey. to the podcast. Oh, Thank it's you. really good to be Thank here. So, uh, so that this is the first time we've had two people on the podcast. So just so that our listeners are aware of whose voice is who, uh, which one of you is Charles Stunning and which one of you is uh, Mark David Chapman? Wow, that was a, that was a really good try. It's wow. Mark. It's Mark Robert Turner. Mark Robert, Mark Turner. Robert Turner. Please yes. introduce yourselves, members of Afterbirth Monkey. Um, well, I I am Charles Stunning, and I am a female. Weird sauce, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm Mark Robert Turner, and uh, he's very much a boy. I have a very high voice, though. <laughs> no, it's so cute. Uh, is that is that unusual? Do people find it strange when they realize that a member of this band, the one named Charles, is a woman? Um, it's a little weird. Sometimes I, I take it easy on on new fans uh, when they meet us, and I say, uh, oh, hi, I'm, I'm Charlie, because I think that's a little more acceptable, but um, the name Charles means a lot to me. I mean, it's obviously a stage name. My parents did not name me Charles, um, but, like, it's just to protect my very conservative family from sort of the subject <laughs> material that we're singing about. So I was like, I adopted this name, but I mean, I, I will, I will go by 
Charlie or Charles, depending. It really it really varies on how I feel about a certain situation when I'm talking to someone new. I think it always also surprises the audience that the person with the more manly name is so much hotter. Wait, Mark is a really manly name. <laughs> it's just kind of manly. I would it's like Mark. to argue that Mark is a very manly name. I would you like to see counterpoint my point really that Mark hair. is not. <laughs> right. Well, it is. I agree. I'm you know what makes you. it so manly? It is both a noun and a verb. Two Ooh. out of four <gasps> wow. kids in this podcast agree just, that Mark is a manly wow. name. You just exploded my mind. So, I like 50%. names like that that are both nouns and verbs, sort of like uh, dot. Oh. oh. Moving right along. Uh, <laughs> so we heard your uh, your song during the break, uh, Nerd Him. Is that the title of it? Yeah. Uh, so tell us about it. Uh, how, did, how did it come about? Um, was was it was that something you just kind of because it seems to define you as a group, or or does oh it? Oh my God! Well, this is this kind of can lead into the uh, the origin story of no, of please After do, Birth please Monkey, do. Yeah. Um, because it's actually one of the very 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 first very. songs we ever did as a band. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the, I, I had a, a production company called Scratchy Dog Productions that was shooting like comedy videos and whatever, and and mm. I was working with Charles, and I was like, hey, why don't we do some music? Let's like ex- increase the the ability to reach people by going out and actually meeting them. And I I knew of a couple open mic spots because I was running around with various comedians and musicians and just being a part of like the artistic scene and I was and like hey I know this really great open mic place and I was like I have a go. guitar and she, she was like I've got this really great song I wrote, and so I wrote the song about being nerdy on my guitar which by the way I'm terrible at guitar so it's all of the chords I know in <laughs> it's one every, song. It's like every single chord every single in chord the dictionary. It's ever. So, that, it's, that aren't bar chords. It's a hard song to play. Because I cannot play, play bar really? chords. Yeah, no, it really is. I, yeah, it's She's actually, made me a better really player by playing difficult. that song. Yeah. So he had a song already that he had done with Scratchy Dog yeah, yeah. about uh, dumb girls with big boobs being awesome. So we sort of... The two song open mic limits, blurry blue, Did it, and, um, there it was. and I was like, oh, I have this song about being a nerd, and I, I taught it to him as as best I could. And it and fastly, it quickly became my favorite song oh, in the entire universe. Oh, honey, it I absolutely love you. Was it nerd him? I nerd showered him. to it. Yeah, the nerd. Oh him. man. I do horrible, Watch horrible it. things to it. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. I mean, I I gotta say, I definitely the first time I saw you guys perform was. Uh, at a bar here in Astoria called Rapture. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that and, bar. And uh, I, I definitely you. responded. I really responded to all of the songs you did. And I feel like you're, you're so you're still using that, uh, the Big Boobs song. That's, that's, yeah. yeah, that's we still. We love it. It's actually, it's a song that's kind of, it was intended to be a joke about people who, who look so poorly on. Yeah. Right. On Superficiality. You no, know, and it's really, it, it's just a commentary on the kinds of people that are like, yeah, oh, big boobs, I love them. Yeah. Right. I never got the feeling that you guys were actually disparaging no, uh, no. women, like busty women with low intelligence. No, I never exactly. got the feeling. It, 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 and I know the audience doesn't know this because they only hear, no. they're only hearing your voices. But I, I, I know from having uh, interacted with you guys, you're not exactly the kind of people who would uh, spend your time shaming and no. hating. Uh, <laughs> you're I dumb. feel like we need to rewrite that song to like, be a sea shanty yeah. we've, we've, that says busty women with busty, busty women with, with low intelligence are wonderful. If you're going to make it a sea shanty, could you at some point note that you are uh, traveling to the new world yes. Yes. as an afterthought? Oh, I we, love that. We walked into the ship 
today to go to the new world. <laughs> the new world, that's Yeah, good. something like that. We've actually had, a, we've had requests to have, <laughs> to, to, to do all of our songs as children's songs. We did. And that we song did. would be uh, Smart Girls with Big Brains are awesome. awesome. <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great, that is a great <laughs> children-friendly <laughs> cover of yeah. your own let them, song. Let them grow up and learn and the then, reality. And they'll, no, and, I'm just kidding. And they'll be ruined. That's adorable. I will never, ever do it drunkenly in a bar. You know, I feel... That your if you did uh, make your material a little more G-rated, it would play very well. It would uh-huh. actually work very well as children's music because very. it's very fun. The songs are short. They're, yeah. they're they're it's very easy to sing along with them. In yeah. fact, almost major impossible to not chords. sing along with them. Major chords. Yeah, it's yeah. all Mostly major chords. Like one or two oh. minor chords and there. also, um, and and they're funny. You guys are really charming on stage. Uh, you're charming. You're a lot of fun to look at for kids because. Charles has pink hair, and you Ooh. always wear bow ties. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you're a very good-looking band. Oh, hey, hey. You know, one You've time- just gotten the- we- Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. No. Shave for the Dark Lord's seal of approval. <laughs> and I just went Han Solo with it and I went, we know. Yeah. We once, we once, I don't want to gloat. Oh, well. I'm not going to No, no, this is your no, time to gloat. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's tell this story. Okay. So we were, I mean, most of what we've done so far, we're still a relatively new band. We mm-hmm. play a lot of open mics. We're like, oh, hey, there's this open hey, mic this thing. somewhere. Let's, go Let's just go play and, and and garner some fans. Why not? We went to this one bar. What was it called? I mean, can we can we like say what bar it was? Sure, yeah. Oh, it, Arctica well, Bar was Arctica the name of the bar. bar. I got that, I, that bar tattooed on my back because I'm so proud of this. Name. Wait, wait, is it in? It's in Manhattan. Yeah, it's yeah. In Manhattan. Is it the bar that has that special where they have they put a name up on the board every day of the month, and if you show up and you're you have that first name, you get to drink for free. What no. an awesome name! What oh, that's that guy wait, has that's a awesome. name on the board. That's actually Antarctica. That's was, oh, oh. oh, no, no, it's this bar called Arctica Bar. And we're, and we're sitting. Different hemisphere. We're sitting at the bar waiting <laughs> to go. You know, we're waiting for our turn. And no, no, we, we had played. No, we hadn't played. No, hadn't... no, I'm going to tell about how this weird guy was before we played and how weird he was after we played. There's actually a very significant <laughs> oh, transition in how he God. talked to us after we had played. Um, so what happened was we were sitting there hanging out, being very attractive as we are. <laughs> Apparently, and this gentleman well, came up that, and, and was just was talking to us. Obviously, he was very intoxicated. He was, he was so, intoxicated. He was, he was wasted. Like, okay. he was MC Schlammered. Like, <laughs> just like... <laughs> 
holy, holy, holy goodness. And he was just talking to us, being like friendly, friendly drunk guy, whatever. He showed us pictures of his kid. On his iPhone. On his iPhone. He was like, look at my child. It was at the beach or something. I don't know. It was a pool. Oh, it was a pool. Thank you. It was a pool. Whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's like showing us pictures of his kid. So we get up and we we play our set. Uh And we come back to our position at the bar and he starts talking at us very differently very like the, the way he was addressing us he we, looked, had, we had wooed him we had won him over oh, really? him with body our and words. soul <laughs> I don't even remember what, what songs we did. For I that. have no clue. It's, Wait, I mean, so, it so nor should we ever you... discover what that list was because it, it unlocks Pandora's box. He... <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Wait, that hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so he had, so he he had seen you play. He saw us play. He saw us play. Okay. And he looked at me and he pointed at Mark and he goes, "He's like gay, right?" <laughs> like gay, and I was like, um, "This is post show. This is this is post, post show. Our yeah, set yeah, yeah. where we apparently blew his mind." And I was like, "Yes, he is. Yes, yes, but, I am, sir. But I'm I don't, I don't understand what your lead up is. Uh, yes, I'm, I mean, we have nothing to hide. Yeah, I am a straight girl. You are a gay man. It's fine. And, and to try to like deter him, I gave him a sticker. I was like, oh "Here's one God, of our totally st- forgot about <laughs> okay. I was like, "Here's one of our stickers," part. and he was like. Wow. And he Wait, bit he, it. He bit the sticker. He, he stuck it in his mouth and he bit the mouth. sticker. This that that alone is a profoundly different response than or treatment you were getting pre show. Yeah. I was like, am yeah. I gonna yeah. You handed him a thing like, that he put in his mouth that was not food. Stuck it in his mouth and, and bit it. And and we were like, Don't eat that. That's <laughs> not that. food. No, that is not sir. a sealed sticker. That's You're not, gonna get that ink in your body. Oh God! Because our our stickers are paper. They're, paper. They're like printer paper. Printer so paper. he's like yeah. ingested printer ink, essentially. <laughs> and, <clears throat> but he's not going away. He's no. not going to go away. We just are dealing with him. But he's he starts sort of like getting this like glint thing in his eye, and he's like, <laughs> "You guys, like." I have to like move like he's moving. Yeah, he was, I'm literally just like swaying and shaking at the same yeah. time for the listeners at home. I'm swaying and shaking, <laughs> and he's like, "I just like you guys want to like hang out and it's like just want to hang out. I uh, just I just want sex." Oh, we were asked for a threesome. And I, oh, I, shoot. I looked at him without missing a beat, and I just went, "That is very ambitious of you, sir." <laughs> <laughs> incredibly ambitious. I was unbuckling my belt, and <laughs> because you're like jackpot, jackpot threesome. <laughs> Which is really interesting because that was sort of the inspiration for um, one of the new songs on our new album that we. Currently working on That's called uh, man, man dies defecating. defecating. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Man so wait, there's this. Dies wait. Hold on. Before we get into that, so there is a song about this encounter or about this. Uh, it is. I feel it this is. may be a stretch to say, but this gentleman. Ooh, this, gentleman. This, he was a gentleman yeah, because he, he showed was, us a picture of his kid his first kid. on his iPhone. Oh, so that then it's like, car, is that carte blanche? Can you do anything you want? <laughs> after? You, Here's a picture of my child. Now I want to know what your insides wife. look like. I want to feel you from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hated that. Wait, so, what's, so what? what is the song about him that you've, or about this? In, 
<laughs> well, Schaefer the Dark Lord, it Schaefer is a rap song. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh, it's yes, that song? It's, it's that song. That, that song was inspired because nine times out of ten, if 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 boys who are who are new to seeing us in, in the vicinity have a, have like, a even tendency like through walls at times to want to <laughs> put their dicks in us i mean i understand <laughs> musicians sexy right. blah 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 but we're literally singing about i sing about how small my dick is and right they still want to they want to put it in us it's, it's very strange guy. here's the thing seeing somebody perform <laughs> on stage Seeing somebody perform on stage and wanting to do sex to them, that's not <laughs> that's not an unusual thing. No. no. The no. unusual no. thing is the part where the guy tells you yeah. Yeah. Collectively, collectively, I want to have sex with both of you. With oh, I want all of you. After he quizzes sex. you about your sexuality yeah. yes. and shows you pictures He's of his children. He's just in. He didn't want to freak us out. Very strange. <laughs> I... <laughs> What's really funny is um, I I actually have an OKCupid account, and oh. if I okay. if I really want to hook them, I give them a link to one of our YouTube videos, and I'm like, you're gonna want to date me now. You're gonna want to do it to me, it's and like, then all of a sudden I start my, getting it's my phone ace calls. in the hole. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much it. What? So wait, so this is not an isolated incident? No, it happens. You've been propositioned all the time. Really? All the time. All the time. Uh. A, it's especially, I mean, An uncomfortable no offense, amount of times. but especially me. She's really hot. No. She's really man. hot. I'm yeah. like, my dick is small. Nah. And they're like, I will fuck you to fuck her. You guys are both really it. hot. True. Oh. You True. get right the fuck out of here. Are you getting a phone You can't right kick now? me out of here. This is, <laughs> all right. This is your studio. Studio 6C. <laughs> Thank totally you. Keeping that illusion alive. I appreciate that. Listen, I've, I've listened to like two of these. <laughs> I did my research. Thank you. I'm very considerate. You know, I one time had an experience where I was at a show and uh, I was in Texas. And uh, after the show, I, I, you know, people from the audience, as you know, people from the audience tend to be kind of uh, affectionate sometimes. Sure. Oh, I was going to go with oh. wasted. Yes. Wasted. Well, all right. They, that, all right. Tomato, that tends, tomato. That tends to go hand in hand. Yeah, but yeah. I, I had, um, a, a, it was, it was one show, like they, they kind of like hint at it and they use this kind of vague language to kind of imply like, I would, I enjoyed your funny songs and now I would like to have sex with you. But they find like vague ways that kind of like wink, wink sort of ways. Ooh. I did a show in Texas and this woman after the show said, I want to give you a blow job. And I said, I responded That's with, vague. what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. One, because I was incredulous. And two, because I wasn't sure that that's exactly what she said. She was slurring a little bit. Oh. So then she clarified. She's like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I mean, I want to S your D. <gasps> so be- she thought that because I said what, I didn't know what the word blowjob meant. Oh, I love that. But I love that she thinks S your D is so much more no, no, clear. No, she yeah, didn't say that. S your D could be oh, like, no, she did actually, actually, she didn't she, say that. That's my, that I was, don't, censor I, don't, maybe, I censored that. Maybe, I don't, I don't think she used letters. Oh. Yeah, she did. I said that because I'm uncomfortable saying those words in front I would of like audience. to go on record oh. Oh, uh, in, a room, like in a room this full of musicians that as a magician, after, after an act, after a set, after a show, I have never been propositioned by anyone drunk or sober to do anything sexual ever. 
So I, you know what? I've watched next you time, perform. Next time I, I, next time I see you, I might have you been. just trumped Dude, me. Dude, you just made my gonna, night, man. I was going to be really nice and be like, next welcome. time you perform magic, Lugo, I'm I'm going to come up and proposition you. No, Aww. you're just doing it because you're being friendly. I know. You're I'm not, doing it out of pity. I'm you're so not sorry. actually. I, pity? You were like, <laughs> you're only being you. friendly. And she's like, yeah, it's pity. This podcast is over. No, it's not. No. I you, listen, you threw a quarter at me the other day. That's it was true. Payback. I did. You asked payback. for it, though. I, it was really funny. You said, throw money at me, and I threw money at you. I know, but I told you to throw a nickel at me. I didn't have a nickel. Core was the only thing I had on me. So, after Birth Monkey, when you yes. tell the story about the drunk man who showed you pictures of his children <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then inexplicably uh, invited you to a threesome, <laughs> and uh, I'm going oh to assume God. his pickup truck. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, yeah, probably. That makes the story so much better. It does. Open. It's I don't. Just, not like a camper thing over it. Like no, an open. Like open. Under the stars. Are you okay? You know, maybe. I'm dying. I was thinking about sex in a pickup truck. <laughs> of course you were. Yeah, I know. Boy. I read your diary before this interview. So. <laughs> I, 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 knew, I knew all the buttons oh, to hit. God. I knew I shouldn't have hid that in my purse. I, so you you read it before a me, you jerk. I wanted to read it. You, <laughs> you, you indicated before that you were like uh, that it was particularly you were particularly incredulous with this proposition because you had just done a song about how small your dick is. Yeah. Um, at, tell us about at, tell, at tell us about we, ab- about that and uh, the accuracy I of think the song. We did that song. I don't, I don't know if we did that song at that set. I feel like we did. Are you sure? I think we did Nerd and then <laughs> Dumb Girls. Because everybody, everybody loves when we sing Dumb Girls. Because we get them to clap along. And oh, they love audience participation. It would have just been like a really horrible surprise for him to learn that my, that my dick is so small. Well, hold on. Well, I, when I is say, this, is this for comedic purposes? Or, or are you being? Are you like being this, like Howard Stern? Or are these legit I, bombs when here? When I say it's like a pimple on the top of my balls. Oh, sh- it's okay. like. We it's haven't like, done that song yet. I thought we did. Didn't no, we do that? No. We haven't plugged it yet. Well, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, well, here. Wait, what's the title of the song? Something, Something that, that ruins, ruins it all. <laughs> here to give us a musical interlude is Afterbirth Monkeys, Something That Ruins It All. This song goes out to anybody who's ever been in a relationship. And realized it's not easy. Your mother really likes me and your friends all think I'm cool. My father almost shit himself when he heard you graduated top of your school. Seriously? Yeah. Nice. I know. We like all the same movies and I catch you when you fall. But something is amiss here. Something that ruins it all. I... I... I have a tiny dick. It's an itty bitty prick. My dick's so small it looks like a pimple on the top of your balls. A tiny dick. A skinny dick. A tiny dick. I spend hours and hours pleasuring you. But nothing would do the trick. That's because you orgasm internally. And you have this tiny dick. I told you if you trimmed your pubes, it might not look so bad. So I did what you said, and when I pulled down my pants, you began to laugh. <laughs> it's an itty bitty prick. Your dick's so small it looks like a pimple on the top of your balls. A tiny dick. A skinny dick. A tiny dick. If only it were thicker, 
you I might not feel forlorn. But since I love him and it's so freaking tiny, I mean, it's like tragic. I, I, mean, I guess we'll just watch porn. And then I'll masturbate. What? And then I'll take a bath. Because I have a tiny dick. It's an itty bitty prick. My dick's so small it looks like a pimple on the top of your balls. A tiny dick. A teeny weeny. A tiny dick. Is that a tick? No, it's my dick. A tiny dick. A tiny, 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 tiny dick. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Afterbirth Monkeys, something that ruins it all. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it's real. Seriously? Well, no, I don't I don't want to get into the, your anatomy per se, but I mean, how uh, how much of your personal life is part of your comedy, I guess? Like, I mean, cuz you 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 do have some very surreal songs that are just kind of out there. Like, how how much from real life are you drawing for your music? I feel like like there have been like there are moments that 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 we've experienced that create the music. I, I've always I don't yeah. know. Did, did either you you guys went to school for musical theater? Did you go to school for theater? I went to school for theater, and like the mm-hmm. idea behind you did too. Yeah, yeah, I did. The idea behind music is that like you sing when you can't speak. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and I've walked down the street, and I'll be honest, like. For all that people sing about love and whatever, I've I, there have been times where I've walked down the street and the only time that I've ever heard a human actually singing a song, they were like, "That bathroom was disgusting." Like it's true. It's, it's always true. something like really it's very strange. It just comes out of out of just random moments where you just don't know what to do with yourself. Um, what's really funny is. Uh, one song in particular, uh, the taco song that we have, um, came out of me walking down the street with my best friend, and I was like, you know what? If I could just eat tacos forever and not get fat and die, I would literally do that. I would eat tacos (laughs) every single day. And she was like, that needs to be a song. And, And now it has turned into... One of our favorite songs. It's my favorite. Song. Ar- argu- arguably, your hit. Yes, it's yeah. what's going to make hit us single. all. It's your single. Yeah. The yeah. monies. All the monies. All the monies <laughs> for the talking <laughs> song. And uh, so, like that—that that is actually born out of a real life like moment. We've literally every every time that we start to sit down and talk about stuff, or yeah, it, and all of our, most of our songs have been born out of us I, walking down the street and her saying something and me going, "Let's that write needs that." That to be a song. Do it. And so we sit down and we do it and we write. Words come out of my mouth and I have no uh, control in, over Including them. your song about the time-traveling Meryl Streep. Oh, yes. Um, that was totally you, man. That was I, your I, incredible... Meryl Streep is one of the most incredible actresses that's she ever existed. She is not There's no person alive no who would argue here. that. No she's like, she's here. like, she's I need just... another room for all my awards. I'm Meryl Streep. <laughs> I'm too famous to play celebrity. <laughs> that's, oh, that's... Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so oh, we, we were playing a gig and story. there was a girl there who was friends with Mamie Gummer, who is Meryl Streep's daughter. Yes. Yeah. One Meryl Streep's last name is Gummer. We know Gummer. that. Yeah, because Meryl, her, her who lives in Connecticut, we know where you us. live, Meryl Streep. <laughs> we, and we're, so, we're coming and, for you, Meryl. And this girl was invited to a uh, 
Thanksgiving? <laughs> Thanksgiving or Easter party? It was, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was Thanksgiving. And, and, and everybody at the party was sitting down to play the game Celebrity. Have you guys ever played Celebrity? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> the game started. They started the first person and Meryl Streep goes, I'm too famous to play this game. <gasps> and walks out of the and room. Has to leave the room. That's so disappointing. I know, no, but right? is it like? But I mean, like, because for her, when she goes to like I mean, try to like, like talk about, she's like, she, "Oh, like, Kevin Bacon. You, know, you mean that like, guy that like likes like pastrami Stanley... sandwiches?" No, no, I get it. Because she knows she has too much inside info. She's too busy making movies and winning awards to actually communicate about them on a human level. You know, he has that little shih tzu that like barks all the time, and everyone's like, "You know, he has a he has a recurring nightmare involving a Ferris wheel." Oh, and then suddenly I'm like, "Oh, Stanley, okay." Stanley Tucci, right? Stanley Tucci, right? That's the guy you're talking right? about. Stanley know. Tucci has so. two dicks. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I love Stanley Common Tucci. Common knowledge. Yeah, um, weirdest. <laughs> so what's we so going? I guess what's what's your artistic process? Do you do you have do you, do you, do you you obviously come up with some kind of theme or concept first? Yeah. Is it is it lyrics and the music or do you or do you have a catchy Ooh. tune that you fit the lyrics ah. to? Or what's your process here? I mean, it really varies. Like sometimes I'll I'll just be somewhere and I'll text him suddenly and be like, "We need to write a song about this." Yeah, that would be really great. I love texting you while you're at work and just like I sending know, you a list you, of lyrics. Like blow my mind. <laughs> I I like that I got to do that to you with uh, the the country song. Yeah, that we yeah, do. yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, I have it! I have it so hard!" Aha! And I sent it to you. <laughs> I was like, he's gonna die. He's gonna just—I died and then shit my pants everywhere. Posthumous pants. I mean, a lot—we're—we're very much like a like a symbiotic relationship of making music. Like, not just one of us is like writing the lyrics. Like, we're taking turns. You know, like. I wrote the, the entire nerd hymn, but you wrote all of Dumb Girls with Big Boobs. But we collaborated like, very 50-50 on the taco song. Yeah. I feel um, like the best stuff comes out you of when wrote, we sit down You wrote the, the chords for the country song, and I wrote yeah. the lyrics for the country song. So, I mean, we're just sort of, like, shuffling through making Yeah, like, on, like on BMI, like, when you, like, talk about, like, what you wrote and what... I oh, always, and you have to assign percentages so to songwriters. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, so, it's weird. so weird. Yeah. But everything, I just write... I write us... I never, I'm never like, I did that, and then she yeah. did that, and then yeah. this was this. Well, it's... we really need to sit down and break it down, because I really oh. wrote the hook and one verse, so I think you should be yeah. getting, like, 35%. So percent. weird. No, and it's it's ridiculous, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. At the very beginning, is it, I mean, is it okay if I if I talk about this? Yeah, I wouldn't say names, but I would certainly Yeah, at the very beginning, it. we sort of thought that it would be really fun to include people who would just come in and out, and... You know, like it ended up being there were there were four of us at a time. Yeah, the band was four at like on one was, performance. The band was four for a, one single performance, and you could just feel the the difference in the energy. It's also because, hard to get four people together yeah, to do anything. Yeah, sure. difficult in New York, and I mean, I I begrudge nothing to these well, people. Did, They're was very it, lovely. Well, did did it, it was it? Did, I mean, was it not? I guess my question is, the, the, the difference between two and four, was it just not a cohesive group? It, Did it no, not it work? Actually, it sounded they, really good. Yeah, it was a nice group, great. and everybody sounded really good. It was literally just like, we would, we would get together and rehearse and rehearse and, and rehearse, we and were going schedules the were kind of difficult, and, and it literally was just like, because I'm able to call her at 10 and be like, hey, 
let's do you want to go over this or i'm able to text her all day long and be like what yeah, do you think about and this and like because we i don't know it just we just sort of happened love each know, other love yeah. each other it was it's good yeah. but it just it wasn't the same dynamic and same yeah, energy just, with this is people. this is super easy yeah, yeah. like it's always us, easy do you want to get together like, yes no like, yes no whatever we're just then, a couple assholes who are like oh right. yeah whatever we we often don't say no to one another never that's, like, i try to always that say do. yes you know, even if, and like even a, if it's something that I don't necessarily agree with or something you don't necessarily agree with, it's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll try it. We'll, we'll see how it, it goes. Yeah. And it's like the, the yes and, that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah. You ever like, play that game? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. And, yes, yes and. and. Yes, yes and. Yes and. Because if you have a different, like, oh, how can we say that in a different way? It, yeah. it just it just then becomes us and not not me and right. not, not just her. It's yeah. just it's everything. Wow. Well, yes. then it seems like, yeah, I mean, the... I look. I I can't speak to your former bandmates. I never met them. I never saw Afterbirth Monkey outside of you being a duo. Uh, but I'm saying there. I I just can't imagine there's anything they brought to the table that can't be replaced with either pre-recorded tracks or drum machines or. Um, I just feel like there's there's no reason to possibly compromise this uh, incredible chemistry that you guys have. Not only in the songwriting, but on stage. The chemistry of you guys on stage is oh, okay. it's it's it really it sells the material. Really I mean, the material's funny it. on its Thank own. You. The live show is we love fucking around. Let's so just it's uh, so charming and it's so uh, uh, fun and wonderful. I just want to I just want to talk to you all the time all the and time. just like converse with you <laughs> on stage. I just want to like say words at you. Um, and you guys are. Are have a couple of gigs coming up pretty soon, don't you? Like, yeah. Well, we're, we're we've actually started hosting something. Yeah, we called Afterbirth Monkey hosts is hosting a thing. Hosting a thing, right? So that's the yeah. name of all the Facebook events. Yeah, yeah, yeah Afterbirth yeah. Monkey is so hosting what, a thing. What is we that? like to be vague. It's it's, like, and also, it's 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 Facebook.com slash Afterbirth Monkey slash Afterbirth yes, Monkey. Slash yeah. Afterbirth it's Facebook.com slash Afterbirth Monkey. We're we... all gonna go like it. Yeah. Like it's it. the right thing so to do. So what, what, what is, uh, is Afterbirth Monkey that, host a thing? Will that link go in the, the blurgity blue? Yeah, we'll put show notes. notes. Show well, notes, thank you. That's that's the word I was looking for when we were when we were, when we were in your apartment before we got here. I was like, they're going to put it in the, the blurgity blue. And I, I just called it the blurgity yes, blue. Yes, we will definitely put it in the blurgity blue. Right in the blurgity blue. blue. <laughs> just stick it right in there. <laughs> <laughs> so what is Afterbirth Monkey host? Right in the blurgity blue. What is Afterbirth Monkey host a thing? We pulled a bunch. We've gone out. A bunch of several places and meeting yeah. so everyone that we meet and, and sort of come into contact with is just this beautiful Fantastic. mecca like, of amazingness and it's such a we're trying to, community we've stumbled upon and we're pulling in people so yeah. it's, it's music it's comedy it's stand up it's everything yeah. and it's just come together and do stuff do yeah, what you're doing. Do, do your show thing. Show us your thing. Show us your thing. Show us your thing. And so that's essentially how yeah. we like. Which we is sh- also would be a good name for the show. Well, After Birth Monkeys, show us your thing. Well, that's that's yeah. what we, we that's the way we announce everybody. Yeah. Oh, show us your thing. Yeah. Show us so, your things. So Shape of the Dark Lord. Show, show us your, your thing. thing. Oh my God. I oh my God. I, I, would, I, I don't get. Oh I don't, my I, God. Yeah, I don't look understand. Double entendre. That would just be like, oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Rappity, so rappity, when is the next one? Or uh, the next one is uh, the 30th. The 30th. At Crescent Lounge well, at 7 wait, p.m. Is this going to be up before that? This oh, will yeah. air on the 27th. Oh, oh my perfect. God. Come, yeah, come come to Afterbirth Monkey is hosting a thing at the Crescent Lounge here thing. in Astoria. It's free. Sunday, June 30th. Yep, it's, it's magical. We have, uh, <laughs> we have some really incredible performers. So we many have, good uh, people. We have Another Dead Clown. Another Dead Clown. Which They're is a really so lovely good. like folk band. Yeah, awesome. Uh, we 
we work with one of the well we worked with one of the guitarists yeah. Vasi mom point she's on oh, Broadway Vasi, we're having yeah. her like play she's and gonna, sing and um, we Christina got a, a Gladstone the first who MVPs. writes for Crack yeah oh nice com. yeah he's amazing we met him at an open mic and he's... we bonded over Doctor Who which was Doctor really great. Who and some some beers yeah I feel oh, like we, that we that's really the way so to like beers. meet people and bond buy them beers <laughs> talk about Doctor Who get them shit faced can you confirm this Luca. Uh, that story checks out with me okay. every single time. Yeah. I just I just want to uh, point out that Nelson Lugo is wearing a Cyberman shirt right Ooh. now. So. It's, you do always See? Lugo always ends up wearing like a graphic tee See? that is like appropriate to a thing it's, we're talking about is, on the podcast. His, 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 his shirt You're is a adorable. thing of beauty. Purely by accident. It's the Planet I, Mondo uh, uh, Mondas Cyberman. It's great. Ooh. I don't even I, know what you just said. Yeah, it's a, it's special. So you, I'm, I'm I understand. Wearing a dress. I look really nice. Do you guys? Uh, you look nice. Do you have a? You do look very nice. Thank you. You both look very nice. I know I, he's wearing I, a bow tie, I, and I'm wearing. He's a, always wearing a bow tie. A handsome fella. We like, uh, to, we like to dress to impress. So when is this album coming? Ooh. We don't know yet. Oh, good. It's, 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 it's nice the... to not be the only one. We, yeah. I mean, right? we have, a, we, have a... we sat down tonight and wrote down all the songs, all the songs, and we're re-recording. So many of them now, it's weird. We're re-recording a few things, and yes. and what, what do you call that? Kind what do you call of... it when you you release an album that has like four or five songs on it? An EP, like an EP, an EP. and then, an EP. and now we're releasing the LP. Oh, like, oh. Yeah. but are some like... of those songs going to be on it? Oh, yes. all you released all a demo. We released a demo, a demo. and now we're oh, releasing. Yeah. You demoed those tracks, and yeah. now you're we're putting now out these full length. I mean, okay. it's a 17 track album. This is going to be. Damn. Oh yeah. my god, really? I know. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so you know, I was that's, so it's, still, it's still in work. It's still a, a work in progress. It yeah. is. Uh, I understand, it is. and it's I know, and I don't just understand. I know firsthand, as does Lugo, What's that? that you have uh, you've been working on a music video for one of the songs. Oh. The, the, yeah. your, the famed, the famed Afterbirth Monkey taco song. Taco when song. when can I, I, the internet expect to see the taco song video? By the time um, this airs, already, it'll already be out. Oh, uh, then it'll be in the show notes. Friday, Friday, like uh, the link. Today, yeah, then the link to that video will be in the show notes. Tuesday, and, and we're gonna Friday. we're gonna drop today, it the on 17th? the interweb. And so wait, the, the, so the name of the album is Man Dies, Dies Defecating. Man Dies our, Defecating. Our demo album is called Stuff About Stuff. It's about stuff. Yeah, and stuff. Uh, and but the video will be out, so check the show notes for Afterbirth Monkeys, uh, the music video for Taco Song, which, by the way, I'm features gonna, some cameos, features some, some, cameos some folks, some, some lots of cameos, lots of cameos, lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. But listen, but 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 both listeners of this program uh, may <laughs> spot a couple of cameos of people they recognize. Yep. One of them isn't Mysterious. actually a person. Yeah. One of them oh, yeah. is yeah. Two, two so them. we have we have one more song of yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you tee up this song and tell listeners what they what they could expect? <laughs> that pretty much describes it. <laughs> Wait, so what's, what's the name of the song? It is called the, the, the Time, Time Machine song. The Time Machine. We, we, song. we, we, we well, I mean, all of our songs. Really, we call them something <laughs> song. Like, sure. it's like or is it if I had a time machine? I don't know. I, we don't know yet. We're still well. Work, I guess we're we'll, still working out the title. Yeah, the title yeah. is pending. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a listen to it. Uh, performed live in our studio, but um, 
But before we do, we just want to thank you so very much for stopping by the podcast. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, once again, it is Mark Robert Turner and Charles Stunning. We were so Ooh. excited to be invited. Yeah. We're, we're not going to lie. We were we were in Mark's apartment. I didn't and sleep like, very well last night. I, I woke up and it was the first <laughs> was. thing on my mind. I was like, oh, I'm going to be on a podcast today. Everyone's going to love us. Hey, look, we're honored that anybody wants to come and hang out with us. Oh, I want to hang out with you. You, all you will be you, a you, treat for all four listeners. Can, can I just say that? <laughs> You are you are a you are a sexy duo of podcasts. Oh yeah, oh, you guys. I think you might have just entranced us. Look, you guys already got the gig. Oh, yeah, you're already here. You're already here. You're already on the show. You don't well, have to. Well, they need to know I mean, what's I mean, happening I, when the show's over. Oh, force, force oh, things. wait, are you propositioning us? Do you have a sticker I can I, eat? We did bring I bananas. I just want to hang out. I just want to hang out. Sex. You know, sex. But anyway, ambitious. Afterbirth Monkey, I want to thank you so much thank for you, coming guys. and being on the show. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Afterbirth Monkey performing If I Had a Time Machine. So Charles and I were talking about time machines recently. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm saying, like, if I had a time machine, what I would probably do is, I don't know, like go back in time and find my grandfather who passed away recently and, like, give him more hugs. Or find me as a kid, like, in an arcade, and I would give me, like... 30 bucks and I would be like go and play with your friends and remember this because they will not speak to you after you graduate from high school. Or you could do something like totally awesome and not like lame. Well, what would you do? Well, well, you know what? Here's what I would do. If I had a time machine, I would go and collect a bunch of me and take them to my apartment to sex up my boyfriend. Oh, I like that. Cause he really likes my tits and I want to give him 20 of them but then I'd probably get jealous and take me all home because if I killed myself I'd actually kill myself and that is the definition of a time paradox I want to take mine back. I, I want to take you, mine I back. I knew you would. Um, oh, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, if I had a time machine, I would do so many awesome things. Like make Betty White fall in love with me. Ooh, yeah. But back when Betty White wasn't so wrinkly. Just to be clear, I don't want to do it with old ladies. Betty and I... We would soon be wed And then I would divorce her What? And we would steal all her money Alimony! But before we did all that We'd have to go back in time And find Hitler's mother And give her an abortion Abortion. We would treat her right. We would treat her fine. Take her out and get her drunk on wine. And then she would be smitten and take us back to her place. And she'd take us by the hand and lead us up the stairs. And we'd take her by the shoulders and push her lovingly into the bedroom. And then we'd grab a hanger 
and hang up her dress because we don't want it to get wrinkly. It's silk, come on. And we'd lay there in her arms. And we'd begin to have sex, 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 second thoughts. Oh my god, what were we about to do? Oh my god, and she told us that story about her puppy, and she's so sweet. No, once you start something, you finish it. You stick with the plan. You stick with the plan. Fine. Okay. It's time to nut up or shut up. So then we'd kick, 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 kick her in the stomach and run. Oh my god! Holy high fives! Yeah, we just did it. Booyah! Killed Hitler. Yeah. And then after we do that, we'll go find Betty White and travel to the Cretaceous period. And ride Velociraptors! Velociraptors! Time travel is possible. Once again, we would like to thank our guest, Afterbirth Monkey, for being on the podcast this month. If you would like more information about what they're up to and to listen to some of their awesome material, please visit them at ReverbNation.com slash AfterbirthMonkey. Those guys are so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're so nasty. Oh man! But they're so much fun. Um, and they're they're and just they're just an adorable pair of historians. Yeah. And I want everybody, I want both of our listeners to have if, them in their lives. If you if you are ever in the New York City metro area and you get a chance to see them live, I highly recommend it. Or if you're in the future and you can see them anywhere because they're on tour all over. True. Please visit them in Helsinki this summer. <laughs> In the future, uh, let's do let's do some plugs and get the frack out of town. Finally, uh, what do you got it going on? What's going on in your life? I got to look at my calendar. All right, I will go first. Okay, uh, Orlando, Florida. All my Orlando peeps, I am going to be in Orlando, Florida, on June twenty eighth, Thursday, June twenty eighth. I'm gonna be at the Red Lily Lounge. For Big Bang Boom Burlesque. Uh, the theme is Mythical Creature. I'm sorry, what was the date of that? Thursday, June 28th? Yes. That's not a day. Wait, what? Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, you mean Thursday, June 27th or Friday, June 28th? Oh, crap. Friday. Yes, thank you. You mean tomorrow. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Friday, June 28th at the Red Lily Lounge. Uh, you can go to Facebook um, and uh, just just type in BBB Presents Red Lily Lounge After Dark. I'm going to be bringing my brand of magic to Orlando, Florida. Um, I'm also uh, July uh, 6th. Saturday, July 6th, Epic Wind Burlesque presents the Wild Card Show. It's going to be crazy shenanigans. Anything that can happen will happen at the Wild Card Show, and that's going to be at our bar July 13th. I don't know if I should say this or not because it it isn't 100% confirmed, but I'm hoping it's confirmed, so I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I'm going to be performing at the Goblin Market. <laughs> it's it's part of this world uh the steampunk world's fair they're doing a summer show called the goblin market and uh there's a show called octulus and i'm gonna be doing some stories and i'm gonna doing some some spooky magic and uh hopefully that will happen because i'm trying to make it happen 
Um, and then July 19th and July 20th, Epic Win presents the Slash Fic Show. That's right. Slash Fic. All of your favorite Slash Fic will come to life. Would you like to see Harry Potter get it on with Snape? Would you like Spock to bugger Kirk? All of that will happen at the Slash Fic Show. Um, check out uh, EpicWinBurlesque.com or uh, the Epic Win Burlesque uh, page, basically. That's a big, big month uh, coming up, basically, for Epic Win Burlesque and Nelson Lugo. On Friday, July 12th, I will perform in Johnny Pork Pie's Pinch Bottom Burlesque Presents Naked Planet. Oh, wow. At Coney Island. It's one of the original Pinch Bottom shows yeah. that I was in back in 2006. That's a blast from the past. He's yeah. brought it back, and I will be performing that. I'll be performing an ancient song that people request from me all the time that I will no longer perform live. What is that? Clone Fucker. Oh. Oh, good God. I do like that song. On Saturday, July 13th, I will uh, perform at a party in Bedsty, Brooklyn. There's an all-day party going on in some private space, an outdoor party that lasts all day. I'm going to be doing a full set at somebody's birthday. I don't have any more information. Check my website, shapeofthedarklord.com. I will post the address and the details and you can go see that and watch me drink in the sun. <laughs> On Sunday, July 21st, I'm doing my first ever double header of hosting. Oh. Look, I know people do this a lot, especially in burlesque. A lot of burlesquers, they'll come to the show and then they have to bow out before curtain call because they have to make it to another show. Right. I've done that too. I've been in a show and then I have to skedaddle off to another show. Oh, sure. But I've never done hosting oh. two shows back to back. And on Sunday, July 21st, I will do it for the first time when I host Kitty Nights Burlesque at Mug Lounge. Wow. Immediately following that, I will be hosting Rar Burlesque, <laughs> the new show co-produced by Stella Chu, who was our guest in episode three. True. And Danger Doll. And I don't know the location of that again. So please check the show notes. I'm drunk and not prepared to do the plugs. Uh, also, I want to I want to mention one quick thing. I have finally launched the Facebook uh, 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 page for uh, the Nerdlesque Festival, which is happening in April of 2014. <laughs> you have to do that. I now. know it's a thing I have to do now. That's so much work. I'm so glad so I'm not you. So much work. It's going to be three day a three day festival of nerdy burlesque in New York City. So if you like uh, nerdy stuff, if you like burlesque, if you like nerdy burlesque, and you want to see come to New York in April of 2014, then go to uh, Facebook. Facebook, uh, I will put all of that into the show notes. Also, if you want to watch Nelson Lugo die of a stress seizure, that would be a good time to go. Based. As he attempts to host <laughs> or produce yes. a three-day burlesque festival. Right. I'm, I'm going to name my first ulcer Epic Win Burlesque. Oh, that's awesome. I, I can't wait. I'm going to be in the front row just fucking eating funnel cakes yeah. and and popcorn yeah, and yeah, cotton candy. Yeah. I'm giggling at you I, <laughs> as I watch you crumble under the weight yeah. of the big, the too big a bite that you. Bit. I'm gonna. I'm, I survived cancer only to die from stress. I'm gonna make you a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, we've been prolonging this with the contest and the names. I oh have... yeah, we have a contest. It's like three months overdue. <laughs> yes, because you introduce contests to these people and then you bounce for like three months. Yeah, I didn't bounce for three months. You had eczema. I got cancer. 
tomato, tomato. Ball cancer. So anyway, so I have, I have, I have this, this, uh, uh, this hat. Inside this hat is a collection of names. They're about. Oh, I don't know. Two, two, three dozen names. Would you say about two, three dozen names? In this? I would say there are about two or three dozen names in this hat. All right. Should, should I pick the name or should, do you want to pick the name? Uh, here, I'll hold the hat. Yeah. You pick the name. Excellent. Here we go. Drum roll, please. <laughs> All right. And the Psh. name is Laramie Finch. Laramie Finch. Laramie Finch, you win all the prizes. Oh my God, we're gonna send you a jet ski. No, that's not. No, that's we're, we're gonna not. send you a life-size Optimus Prime. No, that's not. We're the, gonna send you a bullshit trinket that you could have bought at the dollar store in your town. That's exactly what you're getting. But it'll have been touched by Nelson Lugo. That's true. Um, but listen, I'm going to get in contact with you. I have options for you. I've got digital comics. I've got T-shirts. I've got CDs. I've got a plethora of prizes for you to choose from. You uh, get to choose because you uh, waited so damn long. Anyway, if you have comments, feedback, hate mail, anger, or naked pictures that you would like to send to either Nelson Lugo or his co-host, you can send those to <laughs> epicpiecast at gmail.com. That's epicpiecast at gmail.com. I grow weary of this world. It is time to end the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 11 of the Epic Piecast. My name is Nelson Lugo. And my name is Schaefer the Dark Lord. Be safe, Internet. <sighs> Bye. The Epic Piecast is brought to you by Nerdy Show. All programming on the Nerdy Show Network is listener-supported. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, you can show your support by telling a friend or going to nerdyshow.com and clicking the support button. Even a small contribution gets you cool nerdy perks and allows you to take part in our monthly support drive contests. For more episodes of the Epic Piecasts, videos, contests, and other nerdy programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Subscribe to all our latest episodes via the iTunes Store. And remember to follow us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter at Nerdy Show to keep up to date on the latest Nerdy Show news. You guys, I never played high school baseball. Just so we're clear. Okay? See you next month. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.